Hello, this is Siddharth from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 29th of July. India reported 43,509 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, making the country's tally 3.15 crore. There have been 634 new fatalities, taking the total to 4.22 lakh. Please remember, listener, that these numbers are widely considered to be undercounts. Over 43 lakh vaccine doses were administered yesterday, and the total number of doses administered in India has now exceeded 44 crore. However, according to the latest data, only 7.2% of India's total population has been fully vaccinated so far, and only 18.3% is partially vaccinated. Over 50% of the national count of COVID cases is being reported out of Kerala, Over the past two days, Kerala has reported 22,000 cases. However, according to the latest Zero survey, which has been reported in the Indian Express today, only 44% of Kerala's residents above the age of 6 have been infected by the virus so far. The national average is 67%. The large share of cases and the low corresponding disease prevalence has been attributed to Kerala's high rate of detecting infections. While India has averaged at reporting 1 out of 26 cases, Kerala has been reporting 5 out of 26. The result has meant a large share of cases but a tighter control on the prevalence of the disease. However, this still means that a large share of the state's population, not even infected once, is still susceptible to the virus. The highest prevalence of COVID was found in Madhya Pradesh at 79%. Notably, Kerala has announced today a complete lockdown for two days on 31st July and the 1st of August. The centre is also sending a six-member team headed by National Centre for Disease Control Director S.K. Singh. Upon reaching Kerala on Friday, the team will visit some districts reporting a high case positivity rate. With the Uttar Pradesh Assembly election approaching next year and the general election in 2024, the political instincts of the opposition have begun to stir. West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee has been on a spree of meetings with regional party leaders. Yesterday, she made her presence felt in the capital when she met Congress leaders Sonia and Rahul Gandhi. She also met with Aam Aadmi Party leader and Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal on the same day. In a statement, Banerjee said, and I quote, Every regional party is strong. If the regional parties are together, there will be a force. Stronger than a one-party system. If there is sincerity, there will be solidarity and there will not be any division of votes. End quote. This comes at a time when the monsoon session in Parliament is being rocked by protests by the opposition because of the Pegasus project. On 27th July, Banerjee had announced a commission of inquiry into the alleged surveillance of phones using the Pegasus spyware. The panel for this inquiry includes retired Supreme Court Judge Justice Madan B. Lokar and others. Highlighting the centre's inaction with the case, Banerjee said, I quote, In a democracy, you need to respond when there is a serious issue. This is worse than the emergency. End quote. Listeners, keeping in mind what happens in Parliament is a matter of national importance, we have launched a new show called Sansad Watch, hosted by Meghnad S. Episodes will be released on a weekly basis. To keep yourself updated on the latest happenings in Parliament, please do follow the show on YouTube or by visiting newslaundry.com. Please do keep in mind, dear listener, that in order to keep bringing you ground reports and fact-thorough content, we need your support. You can join the thousands keeping journalism free and fierce by visiting our website and clicking on the subscribe button in the top right corner. Our rates begin as low as Rs 300 per month. 
In the latest development from the Assam-Mizoram dispute, the Mizoram state government has complained that people from Assam have removed railway tracks and blocked National Highway 306, disrupting movement in the state. Seeking an early intervention from the centre, Mizoram Home Secretary Lal Biaksangi said the acts have led to the blocking of the only railway line which connects Bairabi Railway Station with the rest of the state. The Home Secretary has said in his message, I quote, Unknown miscreants from Assam have destroyed or removed railway tracks at the Mohammedpur Railway Station and the Ramnathpur Railway Station in Helakandi district in Assam. With this, the only railway line connecting Bairabi Railway Station in Mizoram has been blocked. End quote. He requested the centre to take necessary action for immediate removal of the blockade to ensure resumption of movement of goods and passengers to Mizoram. This occurs a day after an interim agreement was reached between Assam and Mizoram, vis-à-vis the fatal clashes over a border dispute on July 26th, which killed six Assamese police personnel. The two states agreed to withdraw their police forces after the centre intervened, and it was decided that central paramilitary troops will be deployed in a four-kilometre disputed stretch till a permanent solution is reached. The Class 12 results for the Madhya Pradesh Board of Secondary Education were announced at 12pm today. All students whose results were announced have been passed. However, Class 12 results of 3,549 candidates remain withheld and the results of 985 students have been cancelled. Due to the pandemic, the Madhya Pradesh Board had earlier decided to cancel examinations for Classes 10 and 12. The results declared today are the product of an alternative evaluation in which the performance of Class 10, 11 and 12 were taken into account cumulatively. The top five scoring subjects for class 10 have also been weighed in for the evaluation of class 12 students. The board had declared the results of class 10 students on 14th July in which all the students were passed. The death of additional judge Uttam Anand in Dhanbad, Jharkhand on Wednesday was initially believed to be a hit-and-run case. However, the events of the case have now led to a murder investigation. Chief Justice of India N. V. Ramana said after speaking to the Jharkhand High Court, I quote, We are aware of the case and we will take care, end quote. Judge Anand, while on his morning run yesterday, was hit by an auto rickshaw and left bleeding on the street. The judge died in hospital. The entire episode was caught on CCTV footage. Upon verification, the police have concluded that the auto driver hit the judge deliberately. Investigations have even unearthed that the vehicle was stolen a few hours before the judge was hit. Inspector General Amol Vinukant Homkar said in a statement, I quote, Two people, Lakhan Kumar Verma and Rahul Verma, have been arrested and the auto was seized, end quote. Notably, Judge Anand had been handling cases of mafia killings in Dhanbad and had recently rejected the bail requests of two gangsters. His family has alleged delays with the police changing the case from an accident classification to murder. Jharkhand Chief Justice Ravi Ranjan has expressed dissatisfaction over the alleged delay in filing an FIR 2. He has warned of a CBI probe if the police are found wanting. Now for some international updates. US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken began his two-day visit to India on the 27th of July and concluded it yesterday. Following the talks held with his Indian counterpart S. Jaishankar, India and Afghanistan have made an assertive push for intra-Afghan peace processes to end violence in Afghanistan and to ensure that it does not become home to terrorism. Blinken said at a joint press conference, I quote, We discussed regional security issues, as the minister noted, including Afghanistan. India and the United States share a strong interest in a peaceful, secure and stable Afghanistan. End quote. 
Additionally, Blinken also highlighted that India and the US share a strong interest in a peaceful, secure and stable Afghanistan. He said that both the nations are committed to the absence of a military solution to the conflict in the region. The US official also noted that there has to be a peaceful resolution in Afghanistan which requires the Taliban and the Afghan government to come to the table. Additionally, Blinken also met National Security Advisor Ajit Doval and Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Notably, after the recent joint statement by the foreign ministries of China and Pakistan over their collective commitment to ensure peace in Afghanistan, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has pledged China's support for the Taliban. This, however, only if they sever all ties with the East Turkestan Islamic Movement, the Uyghur Muslim militant group from Xinjiang. The ETIM is held responsible for all violent attacks within China. Mullah Baradar, on his visit to China, has called Beijing a trustworthy friend and has guaranteed that no such forces would be given free reign in Afghanistan. The ETIM is designated a terror group by the UN Security Council. Notably, the US and the EU have accused China for carrying out a genocide against Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang province. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and don't forget your prescription of daily dose. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.